0: You could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much.
1: So good. Um, And if you are in the room right now, um, go ahead and see that um, little... Um, share button at the bottom. It looks like a piece of paper with an arrow up top. I'm glad that they changed it back from the recycling button. That was super confusing. So you're going to go to that button at the bottom of the screen, and what you're going to do is share this room right now. Now, why you're going to do that, there's two things you want to do. Number one, you want to curate the share, so you're going to write out, um, this room is on fire, join KWP, Kim is about to speak, you don't want to miss this, and you're going to do that because you are curating content for your audience, meaning that you now show up in their newsfeed as the thought leader that shared a space. And what the number one thing, and I'm going to tell you why, because it's going to, how I'm going to start my segment this morning. The number one thing you need in order to get a sale is visibility visibility. And Clubhouse gives you a way to get instant visibility and that is clicking that share button at the bottom of the screen and sharing this room on Clubhouse right now. Also, if we get 100 shares, I am going to Um, give away a VIP ticket for my upcoming one-day launch event. It's a $197 ticket. I will give it away to somebody in the top um, once we hit 100 shares of this room. We have um, 202 people in here right now. We have 77 shares so far. We need 23 more shares in order for me to give one away, and I will happily do so as we share this information because it needs to be in the news feed of every single person on Clubhouse right now. Because if you're somebody who wants to grow your business, get more clients, serve in an integral way that allows you to have service first and sell easy, then you want to be in this room right now. Okay, we're up to 85. Very good. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. I'll keep an eye on it and I will give away that ticket when we hit 100. Okay, so this morning I'm going to talk a bit about the six rules of direct response. Rules sound terrible. No one starts a fun day being like, ooh, I wonder what rules I can have. So these are, just think about this, is there six ways that your advertising could stop wasting your money and start making you money. That's what we're going to talk about this morning. But before we do, I want to give a quick recap. I had a virtual event last week, and at the virtual event last week, it's called Scale Fast Formula Live, and it was a great um, event and you've heard some people talk about it. Justin was a speaker there. I, Kevin O'Leary from Shark Tank um, is one of my clients. He spoke there. Another uh, YouTube legend um, spoke. Roger Wakefield. I had a bunch of really amazing humans, and um, and then also um, Desiree King, who's now started joining the stage because some people, some of you got to meet her at my event. You saw how fire she is, and now she's part of this room which is great okay so it was a great amazing experience but I want to talk to you about something on the back end of all that that event that event had 40% conversion meaning uh one out of four four out of ten people who could um were eligible to become a client who weren't already a client became a client in that event so a three-day event that's a 500k payday that's not bad that's that's pretty that's pretty sweet But what happened before the event is actually why I put on the events. This is the underlying current of what I do for a living. So I want you to think about it this way. The people who you want to work with, the people you want to work with are people who want to work with the best. I I don't know about you, but I don't want clients who will always settle for second-rate service. I don't want clients who are always looking at the cheapest factor. I don't want clients who are just going to happen upon a vendor and hire them without wanting to have a connection and wanting to stay with that vendor for life. I want clients who want the best, who are the best, and want relationships with their vendors so that they once they use them, they stick with them for life. Those are the kinds of clients that I want. And so if I want that kind of client, I have to be the authority, celebrity, and expert in my marketplace. You have to be the authority, celebrity, and expert in your marketplace. And by putting on a three-day virtual event, not only was it an incredible experience of impact and service, but it gave me the ability to have high visibility. And in the 45 days of 2020, oh, no, that's not true, 60, 75 days of 2022 before the event took place, we generated $750,000 in new membership revenue, in new membership, new client revenue from people who saw my marketing and came to me and became a client. That, the, having that event gave me the ability to be high profile. It gave me the ability to have something to talk about, to put up ads, to monetize my marketing, to position myself on a stage which is instant authority and celebrity to position myself with my clients who are telling people that they should let people should listen to me. That's a, a immediate authority, celebrity positioning. And you might think, oh, I hate all that stuff. Like, do I really need to become the Kim Kardashian of the world? No, no, no. No one ever needs to see your backside, my sweet friends, but they do need to see you because they have to see you as a celebrity and authority in your niche in order to hire you. The best clients, the best clients want to work with the authority, celebrity, and expert in their niche. So what we're gonna talk about is marketing ongoing that will produce results for you, but will also continue to keep you high profile, high profile. Now, back in the day, I lived in a small town where I started my company. Um, it was where I went. I did grow up on Long Island, but then I went to college in York, Pennsylvania, and it's a small town and it's a small city. Fun fact, first capital of the United States of America. They're very proud of that there. Most people don't know it. It's only oh, yeah. Years. We know that one, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So... I started my, I went to college there and started my business there and I lived there for 20 years and it was a small town and it was based on a culture, a Pennsylvania Dutch culture. is was based on really the Amish, Amish culture that does not boast or brag. In fact, it is difficult to um, even know what an example of great promotion is because if anybody started to use strategies for marketing that I would recommend, um, recommend now, but back then, you would be thought of as boastful, arrogant, really shunned in a way that you obviously didn't have what it take to be part of the inner circle of power in the community because you had to self-brag and self-promote. And so there is this culture of not talking about oneself. And I struggled for a really long time because I knew the best clients hire the best vendors. Like I knew experts are generated from, if someone could find the hot mic, that would be amazing. Um, the best experts in the world. And so I had to find a way to do it. And it was funny because I would think about this one moment when I was, um, they had just announced that I had gotten this big contract in the town. Um, I got the city as a client and we were going to be doing all of the business development work, um, actually recruiting new companies, to um set up shop in the town. It was a you know a contract that I really wanted because I loved the idea of going out and getting great businesses and bringing them into the community and that was a contract I got and it was huge and it was going to make a big difference in the town. And I was on the cover of the newspaper. And with this new contract that I had and they had me go take a picture at the top of the parking lot deck and it showed the city behind me and it was one of those like mic drop moments of incredibleness and i was only 23 years old at the time and i had on i'd gotten myself from um TJ Maxx a pair of fancy pants designer sunglasses that i was so proud of that i had bought myself that i had actually um earned and that i came from very meager background but i had a pair of prada sunglasses on and i was at this roof deck and i had this picture taken and I was online. We had this Wednesday morning. Also, the thing about Pennsylvania Dutch, they do very, very early morning meetings. And so the breakfast community, the, the business community would meet for breakfast every Wednesday morning in this um, economic development breakfast. And it, the breakfasts were at 7 a.m. It's just insanity. And But anyway, 7 a.m. And then you'd be done by 8 o'clock, so you could go work your tail off all day. Um, and that was the culture in the community. But you would wait for your car at the valet after the business meeting. And this is where deals were made. It was in this valet line of conversation. And I remember being on this line the morning after the article came out and a woman being behind me who said, oh, you think you're hot stuff now, huh? Look, you even have the glasses. And she kind of giggled and laughed and the people went, ha, ha, ha. But what they were saying was, you're boasting. Like, that's not accepted here. And for a moment, I took pause. I took pause and I thought, oh, maybe I, well, is what I'm doing cringeworthy? Am I going to be shunned here? And it it took me a minute and actually took me a few days to process that moment. And what I recognized was none of those people in that line were ever going to be my client. They absolutely positively would never hire me for being on the cover of the newspaper because they thought that that was wrong, but they weren't supposed to work with me and that's not why I was there. And so I say all that to say to you, You're not here for the people who are going to criticize you when you do your marketing. You are here for the person who is waiting for you to do your marketing. You're the person who's on the other side of that Instagram post, that clubhouse room, that Facebook ad. That moment when I got that shunning from that community, it was the greatest blessing ever because they were telling me, stop wasting your time on us. Focus on who you were created to serve. And so I actually... That was a moment that sealed the deal that I'm not supposed to be here anymore. I got to go find a different market where I actually can thrive. And I went to Palm Beach, Florida from there, which is, gosh, a big big difference, polar opposite. People are super into self-promotion there. And that's when I started landing my celebrity clients. It started down in that market. So. I, I I say this because if I hadn't had that moment, if I hadn't had that realization that they are not for me, if I kept operating on the what will they say about me, I never would have served the market. And if we haven't met before, my name is Kim Walsh Phillips, and I have a coaching business. I grew my marketing agency from 32 clients to 11,000. I exited at a really big exit, started my coaching business, and in three years, we landed on the Inc. 5,000, which means... I have tax records to prove we generated over $2 million in annual revenue in under three years, and that landed us in one of the fastest growing companies in the nation. And so what I'm about to tell you works. Yes, those that don't get it may criticize you. Yes, those that don't get it may wonder what the heck are they doing or, oh, he or she is so full of themselves. And guess what? You are never meant to serve them. If you live for the people who are immediately surrounding you because they and worrying about what they will judge you, you could never see beyond them. To the people who are waiting, praying, hoping that you would show up for saying exactly what you were created to say. So that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about the rules of direct response marketing. Direct response marketing is marketing that produces results. It's not just awareness. And while I said being more present generated more clients for me because people saw me absolutely 100% true. And that's why there was strategy behind everything that I do. And so we're going to talk about what that means and what that is and how you could generate that for your business. And I have a free gift from you, which is one of the strategies we're going to talk about later today, um, a free gift that's completely free and it um, there's no pitch and it's a free course. And this is one of the strategies that you can use too. You create a free course, completely free. It has value. It has a $997 value. It does not pitch in it, but it gives you an introduction to me. It gives you an introduction to me to see, hey, what does she have to offer? She's she someone who could help me? And who I have worked with, you'll want to get this free gift if you're someone who is a consultant, a coach, a professional service. You have clients or customers, and you want to scale your business. And this free gift is going to give you strategies, five strategies you can use right now with step-by-step instructions on how you can get more clients online, grow your list, and build your audience. So that's a free course for you. And it's at the top of the page. You just click it and it says the Audience Builder for Coaches. It's for coaches and consultants, both, and uh, you can get a lot from that. Okay, so also there's a surprise on the thank you page that you'll see. Okay, now let me see something. We are up to, ooh, 109 shares. Okay, I'm going to pick one, and then if we get it up to um, 150 shares, I'll give another one. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to click Dora Maria. I'm going to open up Insights, and I'm going to start scrolling through all the shares. And when I say stop, oh yeah, when you say stop, I'll stop, and whoever my finger is on then, that's just going to win the VIP ticket, okay? Love it. I'm going to scroll. Go for it. Tell me when to stop. okay stop okay uh jackie brannigan woo! you won and you are a constant share and i really appreciate she said justin k was on fire now it's kim walsh phillips get in there heart emoji heart kiss oh yes so good you so <laughs> much kim you won. So just DM me your email address and I'll send you the ticket. Okay, great. Thank you. So, um, yeah. And if we keep those going, if we get up to 150, I'll give another one away. Okay. So, here are the six keys to incredibly effective, money producing, audience growing, impact giving marketing. Number one, there will always be an offer. There will always be an offer. Always. So, there's this popular saying out there that content is king. And I would absolutely disagree. (laughs) Sale is the king. Without it, you have no market share. You have no kingdom to rule over. You have no impact to make. You can't serve your clients. You have to. Your marketing has to drive in sales or else you shouldn't be doing it. It is a waste of your time, talent, and energy. Your social media marketing, your online marketing, any of your marketing needs to have an offer. It's telling your prospects exactly what to do And why they want to do it right now. And it's got to be irresistible and time sensitive. And it's got to give them some kind of transformative value if they take action. So I don't... Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five. Five Simple Steps to an Extraordinary Morning you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. I don't know if any of you li- listen on this app or on this podcast, those of you going to hear this on a podcast, the reality is that most people tell you to do a thing and then they describe the thing. Most people tell you to do a thing, then they describe the thing, meaning they make it all about the thing they created, not why you would want it. And I don't know if you heard me, but when I shared at the top of the screen, there's the audience builder for coaches. I said, you'll want to get this if you are this type of person who wants this kind of transformation. I described that first, and then I told you to go get it. You want to lead with their transformation, not with what you're offering, Okay, and that's super important, and we are going to screw that up in our brains to start because we are focused on ourselves. God made us that way, and it's totally fine. Like, you're a normal person if this is a struggle for you. God made us to be self-aware because he doesn't want us to touch the fire, walk over the cliff, you know, get eaten by the bear. We are given this instinct to be self-focused on purpose, with purpose. It's great. However, it's not great when it comes to marketing because all of your prospects are also self-focused and they are not thinking about you today. They are only thinking about themselves. Your messaging needs to have an offer that tells them the reason why. Ideally, it's a godfather offer, one that the prospect or customer can't refuse. You'll even hear me when I shared share the room right? When I said share the room, I didn't say share the room so that you can just share this with other people. That would be great if everybody would operate in an in a altruistic way, but I didn't do that. I said, share the room because you want to be seen in the newsfeed of others. When you show up, you're more visible. And then I told you a story about visibility generated three quarters of a million dollars of revenue for me in the first two months of 2022. So I said, share the room because every time you do, you're the celebrity and authority of your newsfeed. I also said share the room because I'm going to give away a ticket. I gave you reasons why you should do it and I made it time sensitive. Every single call to action needs to have a reason why they should do it and be time sensitive or they won't, which leads me to point number two. There will be a reason to respond right now. The hidden cost of failure in advertising and marketing is the almost persuaded They almost did it. They almost said yes. They almost took action. You know, they were tempted to respond. They nearly responded. They got right up to the edge of response. But then they set it aside to do it later or mull it over or check it out more. The next time, they were at their computers. They were on their phone. They saw you at the event. So when they get to that edge, we must reach out across and put them past it. There must be a good reason for them not to sh- stop or short the delay or ponder. There must be urgency. The sending the prov- bro- brochure, asking for the proposal, think about it, talk it over later, that is a no. That is an absolute no because their brains, even if they don't meet it, even if in complete honesty and sincerity, they are saying, I need to think it over, I need to talk it out, I need to, their brain is like, ding, 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 I have a reason that I don't need to make a decision right now. I just gave you a reason I could get off the hook, which is amazing because if I never take action, I don't have to ever get out of my comfort zone. And if I don't ever have to get out of my comfort zone, I can't possibly fail. And if I don't have to fail, I don't have to ever be scared. And so if their brain sees any inkling of an opportunity to put it on the do it later list, it will. Which is why you have to create time-sensitive reasons for action. Which is why I put on a virtual event. That's a time-sensitive reason to take action. You either got a ticket or you didn't get a ticket. There was no, I'll do it Monday. You had to show up at that point. It's why personal trainers will put on boot camps. It's a time-sensitive reason versus just joining a gym membership, right? Like you're creating. An event gives you a time-sensitive reason to respond now. We do this post-event. After my event, we have something we call office hours. So we'll have these office hours. We have two of them always after an event where I will get on Zoom and I will... Um, be there to answer questions Who anybody who didn't take the offer to join our coaching program, but is thinking about it and just has some questions and maybe wants to get in a one-on-one breakout with me to see if they are a good match or not. And I always put those um, breakouts right before a time-sensitive reason to take action. The people who did not enroll at the event and are still thinking about it and need more conversation, they are the ultimate Folks who wait to do, make, say yes because of some other reason, they're going to put it on the do it later list always. That's why they have not done it yet. So I've got to make it time sensitive for them. So on Tuesday, I put the office hours immediately before the welcome call for all of our new coaching clients. So there was a reason why you'd want to say yes on that call so that you could get on the welcome call. And then I have one today because the reason why you would want to say yes today is because Monday we have a quick start call all about how to generate six figures of co- uh, coaching client revenue in the next seven days, and they want to get on, they want to get on that coaching call, and so they'll sign up today for coaching so that they could be on the quick um, client generation call on Monday. So it created another time sensitive reason. So you always want to look at. What is the time-sensitive reason that they would take action right now? Make it their benefit, not yours. We're closing enrollment. That's not helpful. Why does that matter to them? Why does it matter to them? So you always want to make it time-sensitive and let them know why it matters. I do this with client um, acquisition, too. We'll do something like um, interested in a strategy call to find out how we might be able to help you double your profits. And they'll be like, if you book a strategy session this week, you'll get a free gift of our 5X Your Follower program. So I'll add on a free bonus if you book an appointment, a strategy call that week. And so I did that back when I had my marketing agency. I decided to make a time-sensitive reason to take action. And so I said, um, for the first five people who book a prospect call this week and become a client, you will get our Audience Attraction Blueprint. I didn't have that at the time, by the way. I just wanted to see, would this actually work? People said yes, and so then I had to create the free gift. You can do that. You can see, does this work? Will this produce sales for me? And then you create the gift to give to them. But any any reason, any reason to do it now versus later will help them do it now versus later, okay? There will be clear instructions. So most people, they do a reasonably good job of following instructions, like you'll see. One of my favorite places on earth. What fun fact about me: I am a Disney file, meaning that I love all things Walt. Um, I love things Disney. I love being at the park. I am a total nerd for all things magical and surprise and delight. And so I love that place. And if you ever in Disney, you will see that the around the highest concentrated crowd times, it is there is no chaos. It is completely organized. Why? Because they put up this roping to separate the lane into two and they have these um, light up wands and they are pointing you in the right direction and you will see we are really good at following directions in fact our brain loves being told what to do but we don't have to think about it it's why in a show they'll put up if you guys ever went to Jimmy Fallon or um, I went back in the day too to Jay Leno you'll see everybody applauses when they put up the applause sign we will follow what we are told to do most marketers, however, fail in giving clear directions. Their directions are confusing or even worse, they have no directions at all, okay? And if you don't tell people what to do, they won't do it. Sharing content alone will not will not bring measurable results for your social media. For any of your marketing, you have to walk your prospect through exactly what you want them to do next. So, Let's say something like you do a post and you would love to have comments on that post. You have to say, if you ask a question at the end of the post, you have to say, what was your big idea? Put a, and tell them what to comment with. Put a heart, put a fire symbol, put an emoji. Tell me the three words, give me the big idea, share the moment. Actually, after you ask the question, tell them what to respond or else they will not do it. But when you do tell them, their brain will respond. There was actually a study done back in um, back in the day for infomercials when they said um, and call 1-800-blah-blah-blah blah, blah, to order this gizmo, they did well. But when they actually said, pick up the phone, dial, because back then there was dialing. Um, if any of you are under the age of 40, dialing was a time where there would this be this round thing on a phone and you would put your finger in it and it would turn. It was super... Um awkward and also not always effective. But that's what it would be. So it would dial, dial the number, um, wait for the operator to answer. When the operator answers, place your order. When they got that specific in the instructions, their sales 5X'd. <laughs> 5X. Five X simply by walking through the prospect on everything to do right now. So I'm gonna give you one of these, okay? At the top of the screen, you're going to see a gold power button. That's because we are powerful and valuable up in this room right now. You're going to click that, and it's going to bring you to an opt-in page where you're going to get a free gift from me. I want you to find the opt-in box right now and go in and fill it out. Go in and fill it out. You're going to enter your name. You're going to enter your email. And then when you get to the thank you page, you're going to see you can actually get a strategy session with someone on my team. And if you are someone who wants to find out how we might be able to double your profits, grow your audience, and multiply your sales, then you'll want to fill that out because you'll want to jump on a session. That's what's there on the thank you page. You want to jump in and do that right now because what I'm going to do is I'm going to give away another VIP ticket to our upcoming event to somebody who fills that out before the end of this room. So you want to go and do that right now in order to make sure that you are in the running to get that ticket. It's completely free. You get the top of the page, the audience builder for coaches. Go ahead and click on it and fill it out right now. Okay, so that was the next strategy. So I just share with you a time-sensitive call to action. I gave you a reason to do it. I gave you an incentive to get it done. I told you why it would be transformative and I gave you a reason to take action on it right now. Speaking of which, I use a software, you hear, um, Raymond talk about this a lot. I use a software that um, helps me to automate the entire process because I, I know this to be true. You can have an empire business, meaning a multi-million dollar, huge impact business, and have a lifestyle business, meaning be present for yourself and your family at the same time. And one of my secret powers that I use for that is automation. And so right now, because... Um, because I'm using automation automatically while I'm on here with you, people have filled that form out. They've gotten an email from me telling them, um, how to get it and I can see all of them and who they are. So 45 people so far in this room, which is baller stats, by the way, so that was a good call to action, filled out that audience builder for coaches in this room, 45 people already, 25 of them are new contacts to my list. Five of you did it more than once this morning. So God bless you and your persistence. I love it, love it, and love it. And I can see right now exactly who that was. And so that all happened automatically. It's absolutely tracked. It is measured. And I can see if I do a call to action, if it makes a big difference in the type of response that I get, who is making the response and who it is that's filling it out. So right now, Yvonne Jarrett just filled it out. Tina filled it out. Psych, I filled it out, uh, Davinia, Chris, Blanca, Dakota, Numair, Tosina, Christina, uh, Samira, Annette, Oliver, Michael, Brian, Pamela, Wendy. I could see all that right in my dashboard because this is all automated and it's, and it comes in through that way, which is the next strategy that you want to follow. There will be tracking and measurement always. Effective marketing can be tracked and measured. So if you want real profits from your marketing, you're no longer going to permit any advertising, marketing, or selling to be made without direct and accurate tracking, measurement, and accountability. In fact, if any vendor ever tells you that you cannot track this, tell them, no thank you, I'm not working with you. Absolutely 100% of the time. Every single thing that you do can be tracked. Can absolutely be tracked. And I don't want to just know about engagement or clicks i want to know sales for everything that i do so you're going to be given all sorts of arguments against the harsh position like media salespeople, online gurus all love this new language of you know engagement virality reach and they have no data to back up any of their results so i you this is what you're going to do if that happens you're going to smile and politely say rubbish (laughs) rubbish every single dollar you set out to go to forage you new clients should come back and bring you more money with it. Every single dollar. I want every dollar that I ever spent on advertising to give me more than a dollar back every single time. And I better be able to track it and see the results. And I will tell you, I am a hardcore client. I have vendors who I've had for a very long time and I have vendors who after two months, they are no longer with me. Because if you cannot show me direct ROI measurement We're not working together. If you can, I will give you all the money in the world and we will scale. And every strategy that I share with our coaching clients, every strategy we put into their business is trackable and shows results. So every single person inside my coaching who stands on a panel talking to you about their results will tell you, my business grew and they'll know exactly how much because of the strategies I implemented and they'll know exactly why because they're all trackable. And if you're in, a, and you're in any kind of program that doesn't have that, back away and only ever work with vendors who give you strategies that can be tracked and measured directly to ROI inside your life. Okay, number five. Often, I find business owners with more holes in their bucket than they've got bucket. <laughs> people read your ad, they get your letter, they see your email, they see your post, they see your sign, they find you online, they call or visit your place or business, or they ask your um, receptionist or staff person, but they nev- people never capture their information, Oh my gosh, y'all. I mean, how many times do you go out to dinner and no one gets your freaking email or cell phone number? No one. How many times do you attend a live or a Zoom and nobody captures who you are? How many times do you call in to get information or something and they don't ask who you are, what you care about, what your phone number is? You've got to. It is super simple. So I'm gonna bring, like, really, really, really simple. If you invest $1,000 in an ad campaign and you get 50 people filling out a interested form, 50 people downloading your free gift or calling your office, you bought each one of those calls, each one of those inquiries for $20, okay? $1,000 in an ad campaign, 50 leads come in, each lead, 20, 20 bucks. If you're gonna waste one, Take a nice, crisp $20 bill, go into the bathroom, tear it into pieces, and let the pieces flutter into the toilet and flush it. Stand there. Watch it go away. I want it to feel painful to you because that is what you are doing every single time you don't follow up with a lead. You are setting your money on fire. You are flushing it down the toilet. Nine out of 10 people are not ready to buy at hello. They are interested at hello, but they need to be pursued. What are you doing to pursue them? Are you following them up via email? Are you sending text messages? Are you inviting them to an event? Are you reaching out with a phone call? What are you doing to follow up? Are you giving them an opportunity to book an appointment on the thank you page, like I have on my free gift? The time you were the most interested is when you reach out, so that's when I'm going to give you an opportunity to have a conversation. Not all of you will. In fact, my stats show me overall that only 10% will book on the thank you page, but that's 10%. Now there's gonna be marketing for the 90%. You're gonna get my daily email. I write funny daily emails that give you strategies you can use to grow your business. You're gonna get those because you are now on my list. That's great, but the reality is I will follow up. I email every single day emails of joy (laughs) and enjoyment. My list opens my emails. I email every single day. I have a list of over 100,000 people and I have a 30% open rate. Okay. So all the things you think about I email too much. They're going to leave my list. I email. They're going to, I'm not going to be able to grow up. People aren't going to like me. Absolutely not true. You have to pursue your prospects on a daily basis. Basis in order to get them to take action daily basis in order to get to take action and the final in all of the strategies is results rule results rule period so I want you to consider the simple agreement you want your car hand washed and waxed outside vacuumed inside and for which you're willing to pay your neighbor's teen twenty bucks okay kids like do you want your car done yep I want it washed and waxed twenty bucks. If he doesn't want or wa- want to wash or wax your vac but he or vacuum but he wants the $20 anyway, what possible story could he offer in place of the clean car that would satisfy you? That's going to be an open mic question. So, think about it again. The kid in the neighborhood says, "I am uh, going to charge $20 to wash and wax your car." The kid doesn't want to wash and wax your car then but still wants the 20 bucks. Would you give him the $20? I'm you No, right? It would be crazy. I'm, no, you didn't do your job. Okay, that's what you need to demand from your marketing. Y'all, if you're gonna be more demanding of the neighborhood teen than you would be of the hardworking dollars that you put into advertising, think about that. You need to demand. The same is true with advertising and marketing investments. Okay, you don't let anyone confuse you, bamboozle you, or convince you that there are other things that matter than results. No opinion counts. No opinions. Not, I think it's working. I feel like it's working. No. My favorite quote is, in God I trust, everyone else bring data. If they can't prove data that you are getting results from the strategy they are offering, it is not a strategy worth doing. Because your time, your talent, and your energy needs to be multiplied, not to be wasted. And that's only going to happen if your marketing will produce results for you that will produce that outcome. So those are the six strategies. And quick recap, and then I'd love to know a takeaway or two before my time uh, finishes out here. So number one, there will always be an offer. always be an offer. It might be share this, comment on this, download this, buy this, enter this, but there will always be a direct call to action. And ideally it's a godfather offer. And that is one that is is appropriate that the prospect cannot refuse. Number two, there'll be a reason, a time-sensitive reason to respond now. Give them a time-sensitive reason to respond now, such as I said, go ahead and download the free gift that's at the top of the page because I'm gonna give away a VIP ticket to my upcoming event. Um, to somebody who downloads the free gift. So I gave you a time-sensitive reason. Three, there will be clear instructions. I walked you through. Click the link, enter your email. I told you how to do it, why to do it, and why to do it right now. There'll be tracking and membership, a measurement. Only do things that are trackable and measurable only. If you can't track it or measure it, you shouldn't be doing it. So right now, I know right in this moment, My report automatically pops up with last 70. So I got to switch it to today. I know right now in this moment, while we were in this room, 59 of you filled out, um, got the free gift at the top of the page and 33 of you are new contacts and seven of you did it more than once. And that's how I know all that because I can track it and measure it. There, um, there will be follow-up. People who don't take the next step are going to be followed up. You always have to follow up. Nine out of 10 people, don't say yes at hello if you're not following up. You're setting your money on fire. And number six, results rule period. Results rule period. If you can't track it, if it's not showing you results, you should not be doing it. Those are the six rules for direct response marketing. I'd love to hear from you. What was your number one takeaway in this morning's segment? Before I give away the ticket to one of you who got the free gift. Hey
0: Kim, I have a question for you.
1: Actually, go for it, Kate. Um, quick question. I'm I'm always curious to know when you talk about marketing and landing pages and and, and putting together all this stuff. How long does it take to find? the right offer the right copywriting the right language to actually have an effective ad that you then want to spend money on yeah that's a of course it's a subjective question because it's like what how many times you have to go up to bat to hit a home run as many times as it takes to go up to bat to hit home run that's how long you do it um so if you the fast path is to work with someone who knows how to write good copy which is why, so this is going to sell very self-serving, Kate, but this is why in my coaching program, I write everybody's offer and headline and bullets because that's the number one thing people struggle with. So there's amazing people who have amazing services who never get clients because they don't know how to write good copy. And so I write the good copy for them to start so they can go get clients, and then I teach them how to do it themselves later. So that is a fast path. Get someone who can write good copy for you to start it. And then secondly, I have a fast way that I test. So because our marketing campaign started in January with um, in order to sell our course and get people into our virtual event, I used December as my testing month. So I created different clubhouse rooms testing different titles. I used different subject lines in my emails, on my speaking engagements. I used different talks. And I looked to see not only what was the response rate but what was the response rate from my right fit clients? So a lot of people can respond, but because I work with people who already own a business, if I get a bunch of people responding who don't already own a business, then it wasn't the right messaging for me. It didn't attract my right fit client. But if I have people responding who are my right fit clients who do respond well, then I know that that messaging is on point. So you want to look for a few different things. Did they Did it get on a, like, let's say an ad, if I'm testing an ad, you look at, does it get at least 1% unique click-through rate? That's a a data point you'll see in your Facebook ads manager. Did it get at least 1% click-through rate on the ad, a unique click-through rate, which means they clicked through to the landing page, not just that they liked it or commented on it. And then on the landing page, did at least 20% of them fill in their contact information when they hit the landing page? Those are the main data points you want to look at. And then from those who came in, how many of them would respond to our offer? So if you're doing a webinar, and I'll give this one really quick. If you're doing a webinar, you're going to see that 20% of those who sign up will show up. You're going for that number. 20% of those who sign up will show up. And of that number, you want at least 10% to respond. Now, this is with cold traffic people who don't know you so 100 people registering for a webinar should mean that 20 of them show up for the webinar and should mean that two of the you sell two of the thing that you're selling if that's not happening then i start from an optimization standpoint to figure out which of those data points is Um, working and not working. And what we say in that situation is we take off our judge's robe, we put on our scientist's robe, and we figure out what's working and what isn't. But hopefully that answered your question. I know I'm out of time. So right now I'm going to pick who wins for downloading the piece. But Kate, because you asked me the question, you tell me the word stop, and I'm going to stop on the page and pick the person that I land on for who's going to get the ticket. Ready? Ready. Go. Go, go, go. Okay, go. Okay, Wendy, Wendy with an I, you are the winner. You got it, you uh, requested it two minutes ago. Um, it actually tells me the exact time that people request it. You requested it two minutes ago, and I see you've actually been on my list for a minute. You came on my list, it looks like, at, um August 18th, 2021. You're in this room right now. It's great to have you here. Thank you for downloading the free gift, and thank you everybody for being in this room. You're amazing humans.